great spring training vibes tempered by injuries to two huge pieces to the Chicago Cubs team. We're going to talk about it next. Our Locked On Cubs, your daily Chicago Cubs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Alongside Sam Olber, I'm Matt Cozy, and this is Locked On Cubs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Please support the show and be a part of the Locked On Cubs community by following and subscribing on all audio platforms. And you can watch, subscribe, and leave a comment on YouTube. Thanks so much for making us your first listen. Sam and I are lifelong fans, taking our passion into a discussion with you on all things Cubs. Well, The first spring training game was Saturday, but the news has been off the field this weekend as we record here on a late Sunday morning for a Monday episode. And thank you whenever and wherever you may be listening. But Seiya Suzuki and Justin Steele were each scratched from their first starts. Suzuki scratched before Saturday's spring opener with an oblique injury. He's going to get an MRI on Monday. And Justin Steele was not able to toe the rubber before Sunday's game as he was scratched with arm fatigue. Two players who are highly important to the future of the Cubs, Sam. And I know there is certainly a level of concern. Absolutely. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Our, our job on this show is, is to keep it real. And I know you're a little less concerned than I am because you're Mr. Optimistic all the time and everything's great, hunky-dory, and God bless you for that. But um, – Look, the Suzuki, let's start with Suzuki. It is a fact at this point that there are injury concerns over him. There were before before yesterday's news came out. We've talked about it extensively on this show. It's why I said I don't care if they lose every spring training game 80 to nothing as long as they come out of it healthy. And Suzuki last year missed over like almost a month and a half with an ankle injury. He's a slow healer. He's had he's had injury problems in Japan. And the oblique, as you know, Matt, is really is really a big deal for an offensive player. It's 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 a it's a big injury. Now, look, I'm not saying at all he's not going to be ready by opening day. I'm not saying that this is a huge, huge thing. If the levels are when you hear news like that, oh, don't worry about it at all. Hey, let's see what happens. Concerned and panicked. I'm at concerned. I'm at concerned. That's the level that I'm at, uh, especially with that news. The, the, the blessing in disguise is it probably means he doesn't participate in the WBC, which, you know, get him just some extra time and things like that. But, Matt, I have no doubt that he's going to be ready by opening day, but I hope it's not one of those Chris Bryant type of things where it affects him and he's hitting 180 in April and we find out later on he was playing through some pain. Right? There's just a lot of issues with that, and I get very nervous about those things. As far as steel goes – it sounds like the reporting on that, just, just from, from Megan, um, how do I pronounce her last name? Montemoreau. Montemoreau. Megan yeah. Montemoreau. It just sounded like that was a little bit less concerning from the Cubs brass. They're just going to give him some days. He's expected to make a start here shortly. You know, like you said, off air, maybe he just, he, he over, he, he didn't ramp up quick enough and overdid a session, but still young pitcher through the most amount of innings he did uh, uh, last year, 
arm fatigue before his first start. And again, it's not leg fatigue. It's what it's what he uses for his job um, is a bit concerning. Right. The, the biggest takeaway that I got today that has me worried and I'll feel better hopefully tomorrow is that they're doing an MRI on Suzuki. You know, that's just like I was hoping that it was like, yeah, it's just it's it's very slight soreness. It's not something we're concerned about. We're just being precautionary. He'll be in the lineup by Monday or Tuesday. The fact that they didn't give a report and they're doing an MRI tomorrow makes me a bit nervous. Um, but yeah, that's me. I, I, I'm I'm a nervous guy. Yeah, I think the news for me is is definitely there's multiple layers of um, concern, information, reaction that I'm trying to work through, you know. And uh, I think the Suzuki injury is is a far larger concern for me at this point than Steele. Sure. I think, you know, obviously the oblique um, is critical to really multiple baseball movements, but especially hitting. And see this, Matt? Yeah, I do. That's good. Yeah, thank you. I'll Hit try to teach that to my players this week. No, that's first, the, the, first, you're going to be first you're day be Monday. Te- you're going to be teaching them to roll over to the left side. I hope not, because that's what I do. I'm starting to get concerned with Suzuki again. Yeah, you know, and and I think for me, it's a little bit of a battle of, you know, as the host of, of this show now as well. Like, you know, in addition to being a diehard fan. Is it fair to criticize someone's availability? Yeah. And my instinct is to say, yes, it is. Absolutely. And he missed a large chunk of time last year as he was adjusting to to the States. All signs point to him, you know, doing well with that off the field. So now it's a matter of him getting comfortable inside the lines. And, you know, to be scratched from the first game, to not hear a peep after the game and to have an MRI, you know, two days later, mm-hmm. I'm definitely very conflicted about this. And I'm, I'm not, I'm not as optimistic as I thought I would be, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to try to paint a blue and red rosy canvas right here yeah. because the fact I mean, is, thank is God for that. Cause Saya was going to be, or is, you know, a very anticipated player in 2023 and beyond, you know, here's a, he has 40 more years on his deal. So yeah, the calendar with both guys is on their side. You know, the calendar is on our side. Um, But for this to happen right away, the timing is just unfortunate. Yeah. And let me I say think one thing, Justin Steele, okay. no, go ahead. my guess is he did a throw. I mean, if he didn't do a throwing program entering Sloan, that's irresponsible. Male practice. My guess is he did a throwing program entering the spring. And then he did at least one live BP because we saw the videos last week. And maybe he overcooked it. You know, the combination right. of that runway into the first, you know, face live hitters. Sure. And uh, that's not unusual. So after he plays catch in a few days – that's when we really have to zoom in on, right. okay, how is he feeling with the arm? Can he throw another live BP that will then put him in a game for the first time? Um, you know, February 26, as we record, I think that's why my concern meter is lower, but I am a little more worried than I thought I would be. Yeah, absolutely. Happy birthday to my dad, by the way. Oh, um, yeah, happy birthday. February 26th. Um, the one thing with Suzuki – is and I and I discussed it on this show. 
when you pack on a lot of muscle quickly, sometimes right. this does happen. And so maybe he just needs a little bit of an adjustment because a lot of his injuries before this were lower uh, body stuff. Um, so, so maybe he just needs to adjust and stretch more and whatever, cause he just got a lot stronger. And I said, I, I'm not usually a huge fan of that. Yeah. Um, especially if you're somebody trying to stay away from injuries, but again, this is all speculation. I don't have my, my medical degree, but right. you know, your, your point on Suzuki is, is fully fair, Matt, you know, for example, I mean, it, it, and it applies to anything in life. Like Suzuki's a talented guy. I, I try a lot. I try really hard to bring a lot to this show and bring my talents to this show. If I'm only available half the shows, that's not really helpful to anybody. Right. Right. Um, you know, he's, he's, he, he needs to put in 140 to 150 games this year for, for us to really start to feel good about this acquisition. I think I feel better about the actual talent than you do, but, I, but, but, but to right. say that I'm, that, that, that it's not concerning that he's an injury prone guy. And by the way, you know, I hate to like, I, I don't want to kill any bad vibes, but like, so is Horner. Uh, Horner has that issue. Like these guys have to stay away from the IL. Now the Cubs are a much deeper team this year than they were last year. So in, sure. in a in a vacuum, it's not going to crush. Like if Suzuki, gosh, you know, gosh forbid, were, were to miss, you know, be on the IL to start the year, it's not a season ender. But we 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 want this guy to become a really high level major leaguer, and to do that, he has to be on the field. So concerning. Um, kind of ruined my vibes yesterday. Uh, right. You know, when you texted me, I was at a work event for most of the day, and then waking up this morning and, and seeing the steel news. You know, almost wanted me. I almost kind of wanted to cancel my dad's birthday party tonight. Wow! Uh, but 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 I'm not going to do that. Yeah, or stay in bed, right? Yeah, no. And you know, I got a lot to do today, and you know, to say that I'm you know upset would be an understatement. There was baseball played on Saturday. We're going to break out the notepad and go over some of our first impressions coming up next. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Are you looking for something that's healthy but actually tasty to help you through your day? Well, how about a Built Bar covered in 100% real chocolate? Unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, and coconut almond. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. And you don't need to wait around anymore to get a box. For a while, we've been talking about ordering at Built.com, but now you can also get Built Bars at your local Walmart or Sam's Club. There's four bar boxes in the store, cookies and cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. So if you're close to a Walmart or Sam's Club, run in and grab a box of our Built Bars hit flavors or go to Built.com to try a Built Bar today. Welcome back into Locked On Cubs. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. We're in your ears on the audio side, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more. And uh, excited to be with everybody for five episodes a week uh, now moving forward. The Cubs played a baseball game, Sam, on, on Saturday. We could go about this uh, several different ways. Um, I know we have observations from broadcast to actual gameplay yeah. to prospects. Rough day for um, Marquis. And, and, and things like that. So, you know, it was nice to see uh, the, the A-team of Boog, J.D., and Taylor uh, for Marquis. Um, I, I was able to catch – 
three innings on the television side before I turned it over uh, to Alex Cohen and Ron Coomer uh, on the 670 The Score app. And um, would you like to start with Marquis? I know, I know you, 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 you sent over a couple observations. Well, but my first impression and my first I mean, my first impression real quick was yeah. some of the cameras they had had a tint similar to the color of your shirt, like a yellow tint. My first impression is is that if you wore a beanie and AirPods every episode, I'd be all for it. Would be my, okay. would be my first impression. <laughs> I kind of feel like I'm doing a show with Slim Shady, but I, you look great. You know what I mean? Uh, man, it just pops off the screen. Uh, look, let's. Can I talk baseball first before Marquis? Yeah, I, go ahead. Okay, yeah, it was just first on my notes. But no, no, well, yeah, because I because Marquis didn't know how many outs there were. Um, Boy. I would say, the, I mean, no real major takeaways from one baseball game. You know, Samson, obviously, we, we've talked about it on this show. He's going to have to have a really bad spring for Wisniewski. Oh, he was brutal shot. yesterday. Yeah, yeah, and, and he and he did. I thought um, PCA looked good. Uh, he, yeah. he, he, he had a couple nice swings to left field that, that were outs. Um, I thought he looked good in the box, you know, just getting a first look at him. You know, uh-huh. it was probably uh, really nice to see there. Uh, you know, little, little concern with morell just, you know, it's early days and people on Twitter were like, Hey, Sam, it's the first game. I said, guys, look, I'm not <laughs> saying, I'm not saying that he's going to do this all the time, but his issue last year was swing and miss, particularly swing and miss in the zone. Yeah. And then yesterday, all he did was go over three with three K's and a walk and swing and miss in the zone. Like you can't, you can't swing and miss at that rate and be a big leaguer. So that was a bit concerning, but overall it's fun. It was good to watch. Uh, Bodie had a uh, had a long home run. Um, Wisdom got on base. Davis looked fine. Like everybody, everybody looked fine. Um, you know, you, why don't you go with your baseball, and then I'll talk about the, the network that was just a zero yesterday. Well, Horner, Mancini, and Mervis didn't record it out. I do believe. Yeah, and I, you know, and I, we've talked about it on the show, so I'm not going to beat a dead horse. I, I really hope Horner doesn't lead off, but I might, I might be losing that battle. Yeah, I think, I think so. Um, yeah, good to see Mervis out there. I know he's starting Sunday's ball game, I think hitting third or fourth. He looked good. Um, Horner and Mancini each went two for two, had some nice contact. Um, just noticed, which I'm not surprised, but now seeing him every day, I think it's going to be like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Um, just Dansby Swanson's smoothness yeah. and him and Horner recorded an early double play over to Hosmer, which was, which was nice to see. I saw, I thought Stroman was overall pretty sharp. Um, struck out the first guy he faced and then got in a jam, but got out of it with that double play. And then went one, two, three um, in the second frame. And uh, one of the highlights for me was, uh, oh, also Mark Leiter Jr. had a scoreless inning. And oh, I, I noticed wanted, that. I noticed that. Yeah, I just wanted to share that um, in the two or three innings I did see on TV for, for the entire second inning, I was, uh, I, I was on a phone call with, with you. Yes. Um, which I did the entire innings play by play. Yes, you did. And as Jan Gomes was walking to the dish, uh, basically he was not even in, in the batter's box yet. Uh, bases loaded, no outs. You predicted he was going to ground out to short into a double play. Uh, and, and four pitches later, that did happen. It's uh, So I just wanted to give you some credit for that. Destructive. Has it was a to fun be better. call. Ha- he has to be better in those spots in the season because he's going to find himself right. in those spots. Sack, fly, force out, can't Healthy run Healthy fly, yeah. yeah. Um, 
so Marquee, so I, so I, it's funny. We actually ended up complimenting each other perfectly because I, wa- I went to Knicks um, and I watched the maybe innings f- four or five through the rest of the game there. Wow, yeah. So I covered the the TV while you, and then I did the radio while you were doing the TV. Shout right, out right. Alex, shout out Alex Cohen. By the way, I thought he was tremendous. He was good. Um, he's the radio guy. In the fifth inning, was was the fifth inning the inning they scored all the runs? Yeah, fifth or sixth. Yeah, yeah. they had one out on the 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 scoreboard the whole time when there was none. The count was consistently wrong. And and wow. look, it's. It's spring training for everybody, but get somebody in the production truck, wake him up, get get the donut powder off of his chest. Oh, and, come on. And, and, and tell somebody that there's a problem. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm watching the game. I said to Nick, I go, what? No. there's no outs, right? He goes, yeah, there's no outs. There's been one up there for 15 minutes. Well, yeah, I, I didn't. Uh, I thought there was definitely some things to be desired from the first broadcast. I really can't get over that yellow tint on the camera. It was very How about strange. this? How about this? One of my favorite, and this might not be a marquee problem. It could be a Sloan Park problem. But my favorite part about spring training is seeing where the young guy's velocity is. There was no radar gun. Yeah, no radar gun. I wonder if that's a Sloan Park thing. Um, well, that, that needs to be fixed. Because, you know, Lighter looked like he was throwing about a, a mile or two a little slow. Um, you know, I want to I see where everybody's velo is. That's, you know that's what? That's like. That's a huge part of the spring, Matt. That's a huge it, part of the spring for pitchers. Actually, I I could pretty certainly confirm it is a ballpark thing because there was no uh, game game day on the app either. Yeah, the game day was shut off. Yeah, so they need to fix that. So it Sloan. is the parks. So that's Sloan Park. That's the yeah. Cubs. Yeah, that's got to be Cubs fixed. You have seventeen thousand people there for a spring training game, but they'd like to know who's how how hard some of these guys are throwing. Yeah, great crowd. Uh, just amazing over 16K, crowd. Okay, which is awesome. A record. I drove my dad to the airport uh, this morning. Uh, mm. He's he might give us a live report this week, provided he re- recovers from a, a cold that he has. <laughs> um, I was only able to stay there about two or three innings yesterday. Uh, and, and by the way, I'm, I'm assuming hopefully you were able to catch one of the great comebacks in college basketball history. Yeah, was that phenomenal, Iowa Hawkeyes? Wow, I, I, I watched that when I got home. And uh, Marquis didn't have a K zone box, which again might be related to the to the cameras aren't on at Sloan. Yeah, I don't. Um, mind I actually that. like that. I yeah, hope that I sticks around. That. I don't mind that as much. Look, um, it, yeah. it was a really nice afternoon. Yeah, it was. You know, just watching the Baseball game. Baseball is back, and 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 you can see the anticipation and excitement, man. I mean, they broke a Cactus League record for attendance. You're right. There is. I mean, excitement. that's yeah. that 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 that's fun. You know, it's really fun. Oh, without and, a doubt, player. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, I just I just want you know for you know because I know people are going to comment. Sam's never happy. Sam's like Larry David. Sam's a cynic. Sam's a pessimist. All true, but. Right. You know, I don't think I'm crazy to say that I would really, you know, I'm I'm not a little bit concerned that arguably our most important pitcher and position player are hampered by injury before March 1st. One thing that Marquis did do well is put up the new pitch clock in the score bug in the upper left. I thought yes. that was really nicely done. And yeah. we're going to give I'm our first about takeaways this. of the pitch clock coming up next. Yeah, I'm passionate about this. Welcome back to Locked On Cubs. Thanks for uh, making us your first listen every day. I'm passionate about this. Uh, great to be with you all on a Monday as we get another week started. And uh, there's we're in baseball mode as games no. are are being played. 
So the new rules uh, in baseball, Sam, um, you know, I, I did realize the significance of them. I guess just I have a slight disinterest in, in having a dialogue about them, whether it's pitch clock, pitch com, bases, pickoffs. Um, I think those are the main ones. Oh, and shifting. Mm-hmm. Um, but the pitch clock was front and center this weekend. Uh, I read that the pitch clock in the major league ballparks on March 30th are not going to be in, in view. Correct. Television view. Right. Um, they are now, which, okay. Um, but I know there there's some baseball ramifications that this has in your mind. Well, there's two, there's two perspectives of it. There's the Cubs perspective, which is absolutely tremendous. This is going to impact games, especially early in the season. And it's not going to impact the Cubs because the Cubs have fast workers and credit to you credit to me and credit to Jed, because we've talked about that extensively on this show. Marcus Stroman is going to use the pitch clock to his advantage. When Kyle Hendricks comes back, he loves that, right? Right. Um, It's going to help the Cubs. Like a team like the White Sox, you know, Lance Lynn works slow. Kopech works slow. That's going to be an adjustment. So from the Cubs' perspective, that's going to help them. From a baseball fan's perspective, and, 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 and I know you disagree, and I want you to disagree with me because it upsets me that you disagree. I don't love it because, and call me old school, call me a baseball purist, I love the game of baseball. So if the games go three and a half hours, I enjoy that. That's my free time. Now listen. There's one thing I don't like about long games, and that's pitching changes in the fourth, fifth inning of a 1-1 game, and that's not going to change anyway. But having my favorite right. sport and my favorite leisurely activity feel rushed uh, um, isn't great for me. Those four-and-a-half, four-hour games in the early 2000s between the Red Sox and Yankees were some of the greatest baseball memories I've ever had because they were tremendous, and they were tough outs. I, I, I'm sorry, I'm going on a mini rant here because I'm just – everybody's bragging that these games are two and a half hours. Awesome. Congrats. So when the Cubs play at 640 and the game ends at 840, what are you going to do for that extra hour? You know what I was going to do? I'm just going to watch baseball. So it, it makes <laughs> we're no, going to come on the air. Yeah. It just makes no difference to me. If the game's three hours, like I love, you baseball. love baseball that much. I, I think the people out there that, that are just, you know, praying for a, a a shorter game, you know, maybe you have an attention span issue. I I, I, I <laughs> well, love the game of baseball. Now, listen, five hours is egregious pitching change and stuff like this. I just look, I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm just saying I, I don't have a problem with long baseball games because baseball for, from, from April until September is my happy place. So the longer my happy place goes during the day, it's right. When the Cubs game ends, I look around my place. There's nobody here. There's nobody to talk to. I just go, okay, well, let's see if there's another baseball game on. <laughs> you know, <laughs> So I don't understand what the rush is in these games. If you want to shake off a couple times, and by the way, it's last day. I'm sorry. I know I'm going long. No, if- don't. Up- hey, can I interrupt you? Yeah. You need to stop apologizing for going long. Yeah. If we lose, of that. if we lose a game this year because one of our hitters isn't ready, or one of our pitchers right. takes too long in the ninth inning of a game, there will be physical ramifications. Well, that's no. why it's it's so aggressive right now, and the umpires being buzzed because right. then it's going to be like, oh, this is a warning. Exactly. A spring trading game Saturday ended on an automatic strike. That's not no. going to happen starting March thirty. And I'm not okay with that. Right. It's it's concerning. So. Uh, you just concerned a lot on this show today. So no, yeah, too, that's got to be in the title. 
I know that uh, maybe the thumbnail. So I know that, uh, you know, I don't think it's automatic. Like, oh, baseball games are going to be two and a half hours now. Because look at, because early indications are good. We already see data from the first couple days. And games are between 220 and 240 for the most part. Um, But then you had a game like the Cubs-Giants. There was pitching changes. There was errors. There was a lot of runs scored you still might eclipse that three-hour mark. So I think it's going to ebb and flow. I do think baseball needed a pace of play change. Um, and one of the ways to do that is to have this clock. Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the clock. I, I also am not a, a fan of uh, just like the actually having it there, but 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 the fact that it's going to increase pace, I, I'm going to pay for that. You like that. Yeah, I do. You, you like a good like you you like a good two and a half hour game. Let me ask you this: How come Stay nobody, in the box, how, how come nobody whines when college football games go three and a half hours? Well, that's a great question. They're consistently three and a half hours. Yeah, well, there's a commercial after every play. Yeah, and breaks are three minutes forty seconds, and I know because I saw that timer at Memorial Stadium this yeah. past October when the Illini defeated Iowa nine six. Yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, I mean, that's, that's, you know, pretty one much worst, all I have to say about that. One of the worst college football events I've that actually was ever attended. One of the, he always the worst game I've ever been to. Yeah. No, I look again from a Cubs perspective though, it's going to be really good. Like Tyone. Yeah. Because they've quickly. already in a way had a pitch clock. Smiley works quickly, you know, so they yeah. should be able to, they is he healthy? They should be able to steal smokes. No, no. They should be able to steal some games early on with that if they if they could field a roster. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, a good show to lead off the week here. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. Be sure to hit that subscribe button for Lockdown Cubs on YouTube and smash the like button on all your favorite Lockdown Cubs content, Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, and more on the audio side. And we are gonna do a mailbag this week. I just don't know when. Don't know when that's going to be budgeted for because there's so much news. Um, but I have already copied over some of the questions into a rundown. And so you could keep sending those in. Maybe we could do a bigger one, maybe like midweek or something. Um, but but we are going to do a mailbag this week. Thanks for making us your first listen every day. Now, for the first time, I want to introduce you for a second listen option, Locked On Fantasy Baseball. Oh, Locked yeah. on Fantasy Baseball show is back. You can win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy draft strategies. I'm excited to eventually bring Matt and Dom on for a crossover sometime in March. Locked on Fantasy Baseball, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. He's Sam Olver. I'm Matt Cozy. This is Locked on Cubs.